0: the midweek muscle podcast midweek the midweek muscle podcast starts now hey good people happy wednesday this is jay-z bringing your dose of the midweek muscle good morning Good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast. I thank you for joining us today, and I hope you have a moment to enjoy the show. I don't have a lot of fillers to get us started for today, so let's go ahead and jump right on in, shall we? First time here, thank you, welcome. This podcast was created to help give a little peaceful and positive perspective to the barriers that can have a tendency to hold you back and hold you up i.e. the head and the heart the muscle. And of course, we're that muscle that comes to push you through the end of the week to get you to your weekend with peaceful and positive perspective. So you can navigate around those obstacles that stand in front of you. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you made it here. If someone recommended this to you and you're, you know, coming here by default, man, thank that person right now. Send them a thank you or not, not right now. I want you to listen, Right thanks so we will send the, we will send the thank you after we're done how about that deal 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 okay cool thanks for joining um and i hope you enjoy today's episode so good people we're going to go ahead and jump right in personal responsibility that's what i want to talk about personal responsibility in 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 a way today that suggests boom growth is optional but change is inevitable growth is optional but change is inevitable. And so where does personal responsibility fall in line with that? Well, we're going to get to it. But before we get there, the results are in. If you have been in the U.S. or if you have been following the news within the U.S., you know that there has been a huge case around police brutality in black people, namely the case around uh, Derek Chauvin and the awful, awful, awful exchange and apprehension of George Floyd, which ultimately led to his untimely death. It sparked outrage this time last year around the United States. And um, the results piped in early, early afternoon yesterday, and the jury deliberated. And Derek Chauvin was found guilty of all three murder charges that was against him that he was facing uh, walking into this trial um, and i And I must say that I wasn't entirely confident uh, that he would receive guilty verdicts for all three, and so I guess that gives you a little snapshot snapshot of uh, the inklings of how people felt around this case. Um, And I mean, it's kind of a big deal. It's a precedent for the U.S. for crimes against person, especially with police involvement. And it's been around for a long time, but never has it sparked so much global attention in the way that it did for George Floyd. And so I think that's what the bigger sort of conundrum is, is that there are more eyes and attention following the results of what sort of ended up being the outcome that we received yesterday afternoon. And so, um, I mean, the immense amount of grief on either side of either family, like, listen, nobody wins in these situations. And trust me, I know from personal experience, no one wins. Uh, Yeah, there's settlements and all those things, but nothing can bring your loved one back. Uh, And you don't just lose people through death, you lose them through incarceration, too. Um, and, and that is just as damaging and just as hard. Now, I will go on to say that I, however, it is a small step to bringing attention to the fact that people are feeling empowered to speak and be resistant to, to when unjust injustice is at hand. Um, and so for all the marchers and peaceful protesters, and for those who feel triggered, for those who feel relieved, for those who stood up to the law to law enforcement in those protests, uh, for those who went to jail as a result of protesting or just in general, um, for those who showed allyship in the ways that they may have never thought before. Maybe it was performative. Maybe it was like a restorative. Maybe it was uh, having conversations that are uncomfortable or conversations that led you to read new books that you may not have considered before. Either way it goes. For that today, I would love to give a moment of silence. But not just for that, I would also like to extend this moment of silence for the um, the loved ones who continue to be targeted by domestic terrorism here in the U.S., Uh, of these mass shooting occurrences, I mean, and they're happening at places where you're just carrying out daily functions like grocery shopping or movie going or, or for crying out loud, getting, getting, you know, taking care of your personal self, self self-care salons and spas. Um, so yes, I'm going to extend a moment of silence for all of those all of those happenings. Um, and that is a small tribute and we would like to acknowledge that now. Okay, M- moment of silence. There it is. Thank you so much for taking that time with me. Um, I know it's not much, but it's something. Um, okay, y'all. So get ready. Get ready. You know, here at the midweek muscle, I have been doing my due diligence. I sent out an APB for saying I need help over here. I need a lot of it. Um, and who wants to help me? And the response has been overwhelming. So, good people, I am in the finalist of applicants and interviewees and we are making movement. So be prepared to, uh, hear some, uh, a new voice, right. And, and once I can get my act together and finalize the process, we'll have more of an idea. Oh, y'all I need all the help. So, and I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that I am feeling pretty nervous to, to do this thing called team, um, Not only to align with them, uh, but to like build with that person, um, which may turn into people. Um, and it's way, I I think it's way easier to do this for someone else's organization. It's easy to step back, look at the things that need to be done and say, got that, let's do this, get this, let's do that, get that. And them watch you work. Like, I think that's way easier to do than when you're looking at your own thing and saying, I don't know, I I, I just know I need help. I don't know. I don't really know what I want you to do. I just want you to work with me. Dang. Right. (laughs) I think I'm a little more inquisitive than that, but I'm feeling pretty nervous. But at the same time, I'm also very humbled and grateful for this experience to say the absolute least. And y'all just get ready. You're going to hear a new voice soon. And so Let's make sure that when we do hear that new voice, it's a strong welcome. All right. Y'all don't be new acting. All right. Cool. So, moving right along, I don't want to keep you today because there's a lot to um, emotionally unpack for me. And I have a very, very dense day today. And, uh, you know, I, for my own wellness, for my own personal wellness, there's a lot for me to emotionally unpack uh, versus sharing it on the show um but the hardest part about this time of the year for me is just all the happenings and if you want a little snapshot as to why or when you know why that is i challenge you to take a listen to episode 3 built for this um is very near and dear to my heart It's a very very good reason for why i happen to be sensitive around this time of year uh and if you've never had a chance to listen to it you know i know it's way way back when i first started this thing But it's also a really good indicator for the reasons and the hows and the whys I move the way I move. Um, And so one good thing that has produced out of, you know, episode three, uh, not just episode three, but the happenings that I talk about in episode three, one of the good things that has produced as a result is scholarship. And I do believe in the power of education. I do believe in the power of scholarship. I do believe that scholarship gives people opportunities that they wouldn't have ordinarily have had. I have lived my entire educational experience through the benefit of scholarship. So it's very near and dear to my heart and my families. And so y'all, your girl's boots on the ground generating, yes, yes, me generating funds and fundraising for scholarship on top of everything else. Uh, so in my sister's honor, uh, there's a scholarship that I'm raising funds for, uh, for other youth who seek the value of education. And this is a big deal because we have the opportunity for it to be around forever and to be a constant source of a gift that always gives. And I know that that would make my sister proud. I know that it makes me proud. Um, And, and so because of that, like I have a lot of like backbone because of it. So there's been a lot of pushing, talking, negotiation, pushing back, uh, making a case for the reason why I'm pushing back and then going out there to generate the dang funds, doing all that and still have to do the work. So, and, and that, that could be generating anything from $5 to $500. Uh, And people have been showing love in a big way and good people. I sit here to tell you that we may just surpass $30,000 through this effort I'm talking to you about. So, why talk about all that? Like I'm crazy excited. Uh but that's just me. I've never gone out and raised that kind of funds before, not for not for anything close and personal. Uh businesses, yeah, sales, yeah, but not from your own just, "Hey, can you just give me money?" nothing like that before. So I'm really excited. And, oh, you laughing? Is that small dollars to you? Oh, okay. I get it. I could have used your tips last week or the week before last year or the year before that. Where you been at? Don't laugh. That's, that's a big deal for me. Um, but, (laughs) but good people, I sit here to tell you that it was hard. It was hard. And And I just, yeah, it was just hard. So why talk about that whole experience? Like what would be the point or purpose of me sharing about that very difficult experience for a bigger picture item or something that happened a long time ago and you're trying to produce fruit for it now? Well, there's two reasons in my eyes. Is one, God got me. So whatever I set out to do, if it ain't supposed to happen, it's not gonna happen, period, point blank. But then the second thing, is this element of personal responsibility. Again, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. And so good people, personal personal responsibility is an aspect that serves you well when you feel like you just can't do it. Um, and I'm gonna tell you what I mean. I know that you've heard this phrase before. We all have the same 24 hours right? Y'all heard that before. And it sounds just like that when someone says it. And I know that they're trying to be motivational when they say it, but for some reason it doesn't strike me as motivational because I sit here and the way how I think about it is that it doesn't do anything for me. That doesn't make me feel more motivated to do more. So let's revisit that statement. If we have the same 24 hours, then we should have the same 24 hours. Meaning that if we had the same circumstances across 24 hours, then the outcome of those 24 hours should also be the same. So now, now is the time where we can all just take a deep breath, a big deep breath. Because one thing that we know is that we all do not have the same 24 hours. It looks rather different depending on you know variants and factor home factors freak for crying out loud. Home factors play a big deal in the way how your 24 hours is going to pan out. Are you a parent? Are you a student? Are you a child? Are you an adult? Are you are you living with someone or a, a host of people? Like, do you have a big family or small family? Do you have a spouse or not? Are you living in an apartment versus a house versus a high rise versus a flat? Whether you're a sibling, aunt, uncle, teacher, counselor, we do not have the same 24 hours, the same dynamics within 24 hours. Yes, the timing is true. 24 hours is 24 hours is 24 hours, but the dynamics within our 24 hours are just not the same. And so we can't expect to have the same outcomes as someone else with the same 24 hours. Makes sense? Okay, let's go on. So let's just breathe for a little bit before we go on. We did that. You see how that feels? That feels great because you know that, man, you just cannot produce the same outcomes as someone else that you're comparing that has a different dynamic of 24 hours than you. And so what we should all say is that or what we should say, and this is my opinion, perspective, big idea for the week, is that within full cognition, we all have the opportunity to exercise personal responsibility within that same shifting dynamic of 24 hours, causing our outcomes to be different. Needless to say... You know, there's researchers out there that have done tons of studies around uh, brain development, functionality, productivity. And there's some researchers out there that will say being a workaholic doesn't give you a better advantage to someone well-rested. It may seem counterintuitive, but researchers will say that the person well-rested has the better advantage over the workaholic. So watch out, because when you think of we all have the same 24 hours you may have the inclination of working fast and longer hours as much as you can, but that does not necessarily over increase or improve your overall outcome. So, Jay Z, like, why are you talking about this? What does all this mean? And I'm just simply suggesting and I'm offering that personal responsibility is defined as the willingness to establish oneself. And govern the, and govern themselves according to the standards set before them. And so, the question then becomes: Out of the things that you need to do versus the things that you want to do on a daily basis, which one of those things take over your needs or your wants? And which ones are you fulfilling the needs or the wants? Because you know, we could we could we could be onto something here. I'm not going to break down Maslow's today, but that could be a thing, right? Okay. You're, you're pulling my leg. Who's Maslow's psychologists, uh, that talked about in order to achieve that pinnacle The okay, we're looking at a triangle in order to achieve the top of the triangle, which is like that thing called self-actualization or goals or the pinnacle of what you are trying to do you first have to take care of the bottom tiers of that triangle. So what are those bottom tiers? Basic needs like food, water, shelter, safety or security, self-esteem, emotional needs. And then it bubbles all the way up to self-actualization. So again, it's just simply suggesting that if my needs aren't met, then if if I'm taking care of it once and neglecting my needs, then I'm also not doing myself a service so don't get me wrong like if we're looking at the things that you would need to do versus the things that you want to do it's important that they have balance like putting needs as a priority is a smart thing to do But you have to have some room for the wants in there, right? Because otherwise life would be boring. Let me just take care of the needs. It would just be monotone, like monochromatic. It's good sometimes, but every day it gets old, right? Forgive me, the fashion part is coming in. But then let's look at it from a different spin. For the things that you want to do, especially when it gets difficult, You may have to exercise some personal responsibility to ensure that you're getting closer to it or to ensure that you can achieve it. See, good people, no one is going to stay up with you and your thoughts at night. No one is going to write you a blank check to just go out and chase any dream you want. No one is going to know your every thought and consideration you were trying to give someone or something before you actually did it but you will, you will know all those things. And so then it is up to you to exercise that personal responsibility to account for the actions needed to make that idea or that dream come true or to identify if it's something or someone that shouldn't have your time. And that's important. That act of personal responsibility is is this idea that By enacting it in the face of adversity, you're building resiliency. And I'm going to tell you that that doesn't always feel the greatest when you're trying to do that. When you're trying to do something that you desire or that you need to do when it's hard. So personal responsibility, again, is the measure of setting aside what you want to do versus what you need to do. It's about putting ego to the side and allowing supports to step in for you. It's about learning when and how to ask for the help you want so that you can get the things that you need or want. It's about discipline. It's it's never easy to hold yourself accountable when you are in, let's say, the waiting place or when you miss the mark on something. But it is always a reflection of personal responsibility when you do hold yourself accountable. So, what three things can you do this week in the directions of your hopes or your ideas or the things that you've been sitting on for a little bit? Take 15 to 20 minutes researching the how. Literally, go into Google, phone, tablet, computer, and type in, How do you do? And I promise you, something will pop up. Now, how legitimate is it? I don't know. But something will pop up and you can learn from that, right? Then take another 15 to 20 minutes executing. So go out and do that thing that I just researched. No, write it down. Ask questions about it from people who you know that may be doing it, maybe not, maybe have ideas just like you. Have a conversation about it gather ideas about it, then move forward to do something about it. I think these little things can produce big fruit. And so, again, that element of personal responsibility, hard to do, hard to do, especially in the face of something difficult. But it's easy to do when you hashtag winning. So again, let's take a couple steps to think about, man, what is that thing? Am I paying attention to my needs? Am I getting all of those things? And am I leaving room for some wants? And if not, then where's the miss? And how can I enact personal responsibility to achieve those things for me this week? If it's more sleep, how can I enact personal responsibility to set my phone down by one hour before it's time for me to go to bed? If it's, I need to eat differently, then how can I talk to someone who is a nutritionist or who works with diet diets, dietitian, or, or someone who can help give me guidance? If it's, mm, I just need to communicate better. Okay. Well then um, listen. Google. How do I communicate better? Um, and then again, can't say that it's legitimate or not, but write a few things down and then go talk to somebody about it again, allowing for those supports to be in place to help you with the things that you need and the things that you want. And never be afraid to ask questions because, you know, a question, an answer goes unfulfilled. (laughs) Duh, right? Um, and that's, that's, that's not the greatest place to be in when you want answers. So, Good people, I gave you three tips today. I gave you this idea around personal responsibility. I hope that you can make space for it to accomplish wants and needs this week. Thank you for everything that you do. And and unfortunately, that's all I have, but we are at our time, so that makes it appropriate. And sorry it's not that much. Uh, it's been a dense week. And um, I just want to tell you, if you haven't heard it this week, I love you and thank you for making space for this. I really do appreciate it. You n- You don't know how much this means. Um, so I cannot wait to be back here with you guys this time next week. Uh, I love you guys and let's enact personal responsibility to go after some of those things. Shall we? And until this time next week, let's make it a great week. And as always, let's go.